Black Dog After Dark is recorded in a video store by people who have been drinking. We swear a lot. And there's spoilers. It's not safe for work unless you work in a video store and have also been drinking. I love this film so much I came up with my own tagline back when I was 15. I'd always say, if you want to see C. Thomas Howell, Howell, see the hitcher. All right, you primitive screwheads, listen up. Roger, Roger. What's our vector, Victor? I have come here to chew bubblegum and kick ass. I know that, Mr. Man. They also call them cereals. I'm not stupid, you know. The story is ludicrous. You can imagine where it goes from here. Victor's the cable. My mother told me never to do this. When Jim Halsey let the hitcher into his car, he opened the doors of hell. Once you've met the Hitcher, you'll never pick up another. This morning, this guy tried to kill me. He's been following me ever since. Why didn't he kill us? I don't want to die! The terror starts the moment you stop for the Hitcher. What do you want? I want you to stop me. Tyler, it's the first time we've all been in the same room together in like almost two months. It's been yes. it's been too long. This is like the Eagles reunion. Wow. Well, <laughs> hell is frozen. Um, I wish over. hell would freeze over. That that would be. I could use some frozen hell right about now. Yeah. We are here to discuss the Hitcher, uh, starring the late great Rutger Hauer. Uh, yeah. Oh, and we have some very interesting news. Oh. Uh, yeah. We have a we have a sponsor. What? Yeah. What? I, I haven't told you about this. No, that's what and I'm going. I should what? probably run this one by you, oh, okay. but I am going to come out and announce it. it. Jefferson's Barber Shop on Commercial Drive. Uh, yes, they've decided to uh, to be our... Because uh, um, Jeff uh, yeah, not, not only cuts my hair, but also did the, the his band Tiger Burning Bright, did the fantastic theme music that, that I'm we... I'm going uh, to see him tomorrow to get my hair cut. Yes, well, yeah. talk to him about that. So, so, uh, so what does that entail, sponsorship? What does that um, mean? Again, they're, they're gonna, they're gonna this might have to be edited out. Yeah, and, and also, here. like, I, I don't yeah. want to talk out of turn, but right. it, I think we get free haircuts if we just give them uh, ads. Oh. But, or it might just be me. <laughs> but just, um, you, just you get a free haircut. Alex, you, you but we did, But we did not have time to... Uh, Mike, well, if, to, if, it's, if he is doing free shit, I'd go for a straight reason. We didn't have time oh, to put, oh. an, put an ad together. Oh, I didn't, yeah. But, oh, way uh, to go, man. What's the first day on the job here? Oh, God. But we have a sponsor. And it's not Blue Apron? Anyways, let's get that back to the movie here. All right. What movie do we watch again? You know what? We're just going to fucking etch-a-sketch this motherfucker. Oh, Starting from the beginning. It's so hot. Clapperboard. It is After Dark. It is Black Dog Video here in sunny, very sunny uh, East Vancouver. And this sunny. it And it was up it until was. about 20 minutes ago, uh, which makes this the Black Dog Video After Dark podcast, a.k.a. Black Dog After Dark for short. Wow, I said that in a very weird, yeah, you went William long, Shatnery kind of you way. You went a long way to make it tell us what the short form for that is. Yeah, it was longer. <laughs> I saw, ironically, it was longer. I am one of your regular hosts, Dylan Reimer. I am a uh, full-time comedian and part-time employee of Black Dog Video. And to my left is... My name's Alex Chisholm, and I am another Black Dogger. Been working here a lot. Oh, can we <laughs> start over? Talk, take three. No, I'm not starting over. No, just, we can, he'll, okay. he'll let it just Say, keep... I'm Dylan Reimer, and you're. And to my left is. I'm Alex Chisholm. I also <laughs> work at Black Dog Video, and 
<laughs> I also work at the Rio Theater where I'm an events programmer, just down the street from Black Dog. I, also I, in East Van. I thought, I thought you had me at Black Dogger. Oh, and there's someone else here. Uh, yeah, that's me. I'm Darren Gay. I own this, as I said before, fed and sweaty establishment. So we are gathered here today to pay our respects to the late, great Rucker Hauer. And uh, I think it was Darren. Uh, who picked this one? I picked one? this one. Your reasons for picking it, well, your memories of it? Obviously, the reason I picked it is, is um, because of Rucker Hauer's passing. He just passed a little a short while ago. I don't know when this is going to air, but I thought, well, it's, uh, it'd be nice to do one of his films. I love this movie when it came out. I think it was 86, 1986 it came out. And I, I, I don't know if I saw it in the theater or not. I can't remember. It was a long time ago. But I uh, watched it incessantly on home video. I probably watched it, I don't know, ten times. I was obsessed with this movie for some reason. Yeah, and we, I don't we, even know why I was obsessed with this movie. Because it's, you know, it's a good movie. Yeah. Um, it's, I don't, I, I like the, I think I like the whole idea of it and what happened. Like the whole, just the whole story more than I do actually the movie itself. Mm-hmm. And I haven't watched it since the late 80s. That, okay. Yeah, so it's uh, been, it's been, it's been close to 30 years since I've seen it. Alex? I was a big wrestling fan as a teenager, watching WWF Superstars of Wrestling Saturday afternoon on Superstars of Wrestling, the in which was shown in the Maritimes where I'm from, and was shown by a Detroit channel, which was noon on Saturdays. They used to heavily promote trashy horror films like, you know, Prom Night Two, Hello Mary Lou. I want to watch that. It was Hello Mary Lou, Prom Night Two, and yeah, like, like Nine Seven Six Evil. They used one to of show my favorites. All those great movies. Trick I love or, Nine Seven Six Evil. They used yeah. to show the trailer for Trick or Treat, and we used to just mostly laugh at them, whatever. But I remember the trailer aired for this a few times, uh, like in 1986 before it hit theaters, and I just thought it looked incredible. And I, I had seen Blade Runner by that point and loved. Rucker Hauer, so I just thought it looked completely awesome. So you've only seen the trailer then? No, I eventually watched <laughs> it. It I don't even think it played theaters in Halifax or whatever. Maybe it did for a very brief time. You guys have time. theaters in uh, Halifax? Yeah, I was going to say. Yeah. We did. Usually people go to the movies and come back with tales yeah, I tell of you. the movie. <laughs> and they all sit around the, or no, the actual, bar. And, actual an, actual, an actual tale growing yeah. out of their bond. <laughs> yeah. But I first saw it, my parents had like... Super Channel wasn't available in the Maritimes, but it was like first choice. Yeah, the average channel. It was well, anyway. But anyway, it was on first choice in one of those pay TV stations. I stayed up late and watched it and was completely blown away by it, but at the same time, left with a real sickened feeling. And that's not a put down. When to you the got movie. your stomach there, I thought maybe it made yeah. you hungry. Yeah, yeah, I loved it, but at the same time, yeah, it would be. Similar to another movie that I'll mention later, but it had it's sort of the nihilism of the film, and that's not a put down. I love mm-hmm, this movie, mm-hmm. but just the yeah, it was almost sensory overload. I loved it, but yeah, it disturbed me. And then afterwards, I watched it several times on video, maybe not to the extent of Darren's obsession, but yeah, I yeah. saw it when it when it hit videotape. Whenever I was hanging out with friends, I'd always talked him into watching it, and it usually blew people away. Mm. Yeah. I was thinking so, of you when I watched this, actually, because uh, uh, I live in Halifax. Because uh, I was there while he was filming Hobo with a Shotgun. Oh, nice! And it was it was just like the newspaper was just one of one of my ever other favorite record I've, movies. I've never seen it. Wonderful oh, film. Yeah, uh, I love it. It's crazy. But the director of Hobo with a Shotgun is like a local he is. kind of small time director, yeah. and so it just. Honestly, for, for about four months, there were all these Rucker Howard sightings all over, like Dartmouth. Yeah. Uh, I never like he was just, he, like he would go to midnight screenings of Blade Runner. And, I thought he's from Dartmouth. Dartmouth. Uh, Dartmouth, yeah. What are you talking about Dartmouth for? I lived in Halifax for two years. What? Yeah. Well, you knew this. I did. How drunk do you get on these podcasts? Um, 
what's the scale there? <laughs> also, um, yeah, that director Jason Eisner, he won a contest to make that film. Yeah, based the, on uh, based on the when Grindhouse came out, the Tarantino Rodriguez. Yep. Project like the two Grindhouse movies with fake trailers. He won a trailer contest. Did, which oh, one, he, did, yeah, he did a trailer for that, didn't he? He did, which was Hobo with a Shotgun. Was it? Okay. And the, yeah, he got to make the actual movie. But when he, did the, when he did the trailer, Rucker Howard wasn't in the trailer. No, 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 no he's no. not in the trailer. I can't. I remember there being a trailer Hobo with a Shotgun. I don't remember all the details. Oh of my played god, the Hobo. The, the, but, but yeah, the. He got to make this film, and uh, and I know I Kareem, the really cinematographer is a cool guy, Kareem Hussein from the the trailer for uh, the trailer for the the Rutger Hauer uh, Hobo with a Shotgun is like the best trailer in the last ten or fifteen. Oh yeah, it's really fucking good. Here's uh, the funny thing: you know who cited recently when my Kareem Hussein who shot this like movie. Like I said, that, that name sounds familiar. Well, you met him here before, Kareem Hussein. Okay. But he uh, he was the cinematographer of that film, and he posted on Facebook how when Rucker Hauer passed away, it was mentioned on The View. And Whoopi Goldberg and one of the co-hosts... Goldberg. <laughs> Continue, please. Whoopi Goldberg and one of the other hosts paid tribute to him. And Whoopi Goldberg claimed to actually have been friends with him. But the thing that was interesting... Claimed. they both <laughs> You don't believe her? They both praised... Hobo with a shotgun. And really? I think that's so wonderful because it's a wonderful movie, but it put it goes so extreme. Yeah. In I'm some sure, of its not, scenes, I, that I'm it surprised sure, I'm me. Not sure that wonderful is the is the term. And it's that, all, well, in like, its own well, like, way, because like, like, because it, like, it's so over the top. Well, I, it gets bonus points for me because it was filmed in my hometown. It, yeah, 1986. I remember the Hitcher. You know, I was 11 years old. You're just starting to discover this stuff. You know, you're like you're still like a little kid, but yeah. you're, not, you're kind of curious about like violent stuff. And I remember that the ad scared the shit out of me. Yeah, because it just seemed like this like realistic horror movie. Like, because there was still Freddy and Jason, and you're like, well, that's all fantasy. But right. this was like, oh my god, a hitchhiker goes crazy and starts killing people. This movie just seemed so like terrifyingly realistic. Well, and cause... all the all the kids in grade six watched this, and I honestly think it kind of fucked with our heads a little bit. Kind of like Jaws, where it could possibly happen. Like it's it's based in reality. Mm -hmm. kind of thing. It's not like, as you said, not based in fantasy. Directed by was it Robert Herron? Is that his Harman. name? Harmon. Robert Harmon. He mostly did TV stuff. He was a TV yeah, director I don't, I don't mostly. Know is, Maybe that's how like HBO found Robert, him. Or I mean, he was a former photographer turned director. <clears throat> so it starts out on a stormy night, and uh, C. Is, Thomas is, is, Howells. What's well, not stormy yet? He's just driving. He's driving a car from point A to point B, Chicago yeah, to but it's to nighttime LA. and it's starting to rain and stuff. Uh, he's think, falling asleep. Well, the, the, the first the first shot is um, he's driving in a, in a VW bug passes him on the on the road as yeah. the, as the credits are rolling, and um, yeah, he's he starts to nod off. Yeah, which you know it's it's not a, it's not. Not a good thing to do. He's somewhere in Texas. It's happened to all of us. I wrote down, stay awake, see Thomas Howell. You gotta stay awake. Yes. And you know, I've I've been there before. I've been driving my uh, driving a car, and you start to get tired, and you know that that droning, mm -hmm. and it's so easy to nod off. Nice. But you know, dude, you roll down the windows, you crank up the radio, or you pull over. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah, or do all three. Your stuff. Yeah, done. it's yeah. Uh, you know white line fever. He's 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 delivering a car. We find out later he's delivering mm -hmm. a car to like uh, from Cali Chicago, California. From Chicago to San Diego or something. He Whatever, almost yeah. has a head-on collision with a truck. Yeah. And wakes up, freaks out. So he's drinking coffee. And then it starts to rain. Cigarette. And then, and then it, starts it starts to rain. To you can, rain, see, you can yes. see the. And I don't know if you've ever driven at nighttime in the rain. It sucks. It sucks. It's so it's, bad it's, it's it's stressful. Yeah. And because you can't see a lot. He he almost has a head-on collision. 
Shortly after that, he sees Rucker Hauer. As a, as a sort of a figure in the ring. Yeah, with handshaking. A, and there, there's lightning behind him that like, yeah. his, uh, gives him a silhouette of a sort of a, sort of a, like a hulking. Yeah. And he's like, it'll be great, that in my car. Yeah. <laughs> the guy's wearing a long black fucking leather trench yeah, coat. Yeah, you can't see his face. Yeah. Yeah. And, and, and then he gets, so he gets in his car, and uh, and the, the first thing C. Thomas Howell says to him is like, uh, my mother told me never to do this. Why yeah. did you not listen to your mother see Thomas Howell? See, when, that's a funny thing, too, because when I was a kid, I went on several road trips with my parents, and my father always wanted to pull over and pick up hitchhikers. But only the girls in the cutoff shorts. No, no, no. Both genders. He always wanted to pick people <laughs> oh, up. There's, there's like, there's but my hackers. mother always forbade it. My oh, really? mother always forbid him because from doing Because she it. watched The Hitcher. Not because she watched The Hitcher, but just oh. because it was... Something you were told not to do is basic part of Don't, highway yeah, safety yeah. back then. Well, actually, and not hitchhiking is also a good way to stay alive yeah. longer. Oh, I, I certainly remember, is. I, I remember I was driving through Texas with my friend one time. That's a bad and, idea too. And uh, and we were passing a prison, and there's signs. There's actual signs that say "Do not pick up hitchhikers" because it's near the prison. Yeah, of course. And of course, we come across a hitchhiker. Orange like, jumpsuit. Saying standing under one of those signs, and but the, this guy had. I don't know, he had like 15 bags and a dog. Like, who's who's going to pick that guy up? Like, he's got so much stuff yeah. and a dog. <laughs> and he's right outside the prison. And I'm sure he's probably not a prisoner because he has so much stuff. But still, it was a very funny How did sight. he make it that far out into the highway with all those... All that, all, so much stuff. It's like all of his stuff. That was weird. We didn't pick him up, in case you were wondering. Yeah. yeah. Anyways. Well, and, and you live to tell the tale. Because we didn't pick him up. Have you ever been? Have you ever been a hitchhiker? I have hitchhiked before, but only, I have. only drunk. It was a, basically my hometown kind of thing. Uh, what about you? Were you a, a hitchhiking I, fan? I, I hitchhiked to a music festival. I was like 18 with a couple of friends, and uh, uh, this, this dude pulls up in like in like a fucking Honda Tercel, like the most in, uh, harmless car ever, and we get in, <laughs> and we're fucking. I sit up front, and they sit in the back, and we're driving, driving, and I drive from Tofino to Nanaimo is it's, it's a, like four hours, five hours. Yeah, about that. Yeah. And I swear to God, this guy didn't say four words. And I'm the one up front, and I'm just like, so this is a nice Honda Tercel. What are you doing way out here in the middle of fucking nowhere? And I, he just wouldn't talk. He was so boring. This guy was so boring. Most serial killers are. So then we, we figure, we, we, uh, we get to Nanaimo, and, and he stops for gas, and we're going to get out, and we're going to go to the ferry. And, and we don't have any money, but we're like, hey, man, tell you what. Ferry? How about, uh, we don't have a lot of money, but like, can we buy you a sundae at that Dairy Queen over there? And he's like, yeah, sure. So we go into the Dairy Queen. <laughs> the two words he said the whole the whole. Yeah, he's like, yeah, yeah, sure. yeah okay, the, the, sure, sundae. So we're all having strawberry sundaes. And we're sitting there, and then he looks over, and he sees these two, like, like 15-year-old girls. And he suddenly becomes the fucking pillar of conversation. Whoa. He's like, hey, hey, check that out, huh? What do you think of that? Mmm, oh, I'd like oh, to tap dear. that. Really? Oh, yeah. Really? And we're just like, whoa, I'll, that's what your voice sounds like? Holy shit. <laughs> and, then, and then he starts going, hey, sweetie, hey, oh, hey, why don't you come over here and sit on my face and stuff, really? right? We're starting to eat our Sundays real fast now, right? Like, brain freeze. The one girl is just like... Fuck you. you! You probably have a small pecker anyway, or whatever. The guy stands up and takes the Sunday we bought him and just fucking throws it at them, and it explodes against the window. And, like, and they're like, "We're coming back with our fucking boyfriends and everyone we know. You're fucking dead." And then so, thanks for the ride. And we just like, yeah. and so now we're like running from the fucking Dairy Queen. What's the lesson you learned out of that? Uh, I, fucking, my mother was right. Don't hitch. Don't. That... So, see Thomas Howell. Does yeah. not listen to his mother. No, he let's, does not. Let's Rutger Hauer into the car. 
Yeah. Immediately, uh, he's, he's uh, weird. He's uh, to me. I wrote down. He's already terrifying. Yeah. He's already terrifying. As soon as he gets in the car, there's no build up. There's no like you know like little Smoke clues talk, that he. Yeah. There's no little clues that he might be a little offside or something like that. Yeah, yeah. It's just as soon as he gets in the car, the, the water's dripping off his nose, and he's 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 side eyeing him. He's like giving him like yeah. He's and, terrifying. And, and, and refusing to answer any questions. Yeah, answer no questions. Which are all just friendly and kind of benign. Yeah, and, 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 and it doesn't take him long to to. Start talking about murdering people. And well, talk well before he does that, they pass. He, Ruggernaut gets in the car. They start driving again. And then you see the Volkswagen. The VW bug that passed bug them earlier. Parked kind of awkwardly abandoned on the side of the road. And C. Thomas Owl looks like he's about to like pull over and maybe check on the car. That's when Rucker Howard puts his hand on C. Thomas Sal's knee forces to force up. him down on the gas pedal yeah, to drive. It's right there is yeah. the sign, like, get this guy out well, of your car. Well, yeah, yeah, for sure. My question is, so he killed, he killed yes. the people in the in I know the, in exactly the bus, what you're going to ask. And then he walked back toward, walked down or the opposite way on the highway. Or maybe he hitched out. I want the car to be discovered before he was picked Which, up. I, so he walked backwards okay. from. There's like a road crew. Like they go through this, and this is where the gay panic theory kind of comes in. Again. Because they, they, the road crew, it's like Rucker Howard kind of plays up being gay. Does well, he? Uh, no, he puts the knife Basically, oh, to keep right. St. Thomas Howell's mouth and, shut. And it's, a, it's a switchblade. When yeah. you push it, the blade It's a pops jet it. blade. It's a jet blade, which Sorry, is even I, I, scarier. I, I, like, the yeah. switchblade flip, comes flips, flips out, but the jet blade just, shoots straight out. How, how do you, and how he do you puts it right in his crotch. It's Dartmouth. Do you, <laughs> he puts it right <laughs> in get, his they, crotch. They get them in their stockings at Christmas. They drive past the Volkswagen Beetle, and then Ruggerauer explains that he's killed the guy. Oh, by the way, I'm a huge murderer. I chopped his legs off. So, uh, yeah, and, and his head and, and his stuff. Head and right, that. right, right. It's great. What, with, that, that, part... with that little tiny knife? Yeah, exactly. I remember, was, well, fine. no, no, but that's the thing. He didn't necessarily use that knife. We don't know. He could have left a machete behind in the car. He Did just he have doesn't a have it with him. N- not at this point, but he probably just didn't use oh, that. He could have been knife. lying. You know? He could have been lying to yeah. freak him out. He could have yeah. just stabbed the guy. Because he, he starts just... laughing. He's like, I chopped this guy up. <laughs> he just might have been a ghost. Yeah. By the way, at first, yeah, he, he and also, C. Thomas L. tries to get him out of the car. He pulls over, tells him to get out, but John Ryder and. John Ryder's like, nah, 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 nah. So. That's what the other try. guy said. Uh, no, it's, 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 it's a great bit of dialogue. I, I really yeah. enjoyed it. Yeah, this, this, uh, this kicks the movie right off into but, everything. Like, yeah, they don't waste any fucking time. But yeah, they reach the road crew at this point. Anyway, he's he's totally scared. Rucker Hour has totally scared the shit out of C. Thomas Howell. And uh, which is that? Or do we want to call them by the actors' names or the it's characters' just, names? What's the ca- you know? But I, I, he, every time I heard them mentioned uh, C. Thomas C. Thomas Howell's character's name, Jim Halsey. It's a, I kept like a, to me. It sounded like Jumanji. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's that's also, but like, they they pull up, they reach a road crew, and you know, see Thomas Al just wants to like cry out for help, but yeah. Roger Hour puts the jet blade in, in his crotch. In his dick, yeah. and, and you know, when, you, and you know when when you're younger and you're in that situation where you want someone to help you but you can't, it's terrifying. It is. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. It'll haunt your. But but the, but the road psyche. crew guy thinks they're gay. Yeah, he yes, says, exactly. "Move along, sweetie." He because, asks because a few he, questions. He's got his hand in his crotch. His yeah. crotch, and he's like, "Yeah, move along, sweethearts." Makes yeah. a totally homophobic comment to him, but does reinforce the J. Scott theory. It does yes. absolutely. Yeah, yeah. I I I was like I could get behind that as well. Um, yeah, it's it's a, he yeah it's, it's he he could have. He, he could have got out, but he couldn't have got out, you know, because you, you think of all the, you put yourself in that situation mm. and you're like, could I just, like, just 
fuck off and get out of the, the and, car right here. Didn't kill him. He would have been seriously mutilated if he hadn't. Yeah, well, I would have like, like he the, could the, have the, screamed the like, "Help me! This guy's crazy!" But that would have been. Yeah. And also, what were those guys gonna do? I mean, yeah. hit you with well, they're, hit, they're a bunch hit, of construction workers. They're tough fuckers. Uh, they they hit you with a rubber fucking. Well, first of all, cone? it's raining like, though, and the first guy would have been freaked out. Like, I still think, given the track record and ingenuity that that Rucker House character shows throughout the rest of the movie, he would have just slaughtered that road yeah. crew one on one. So when they pulled over, uh, Rucker Hauer opened the door, and, and then he, 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 he improperly it. closed it. Yeah. He's like, what do you want? And then, and then John Ryder says, uh, I want you to stop me, which is yeah. like kind of important for the rest of the movie. Well, uh, yeah, it, yeah um, it gives the rest of the movie the sort of, sort of plot. If, there's any, if you could call it a plot, there's not much plot in this he, movie. And by the way, that is not an uncommon thing for... Like, I'm a bit of a true crime buff, and quite often, like, infamous killers over the years have said before they've been caught, like, they want to be stopped. It's true. So, uh, so they're driving, and then, uh, C. Thomas Howell notices it says, uh, door is ajar, whatever yeah, they said back then. Yeah, John Ryder wants him to say, I want to die, and C. Thomas Howell goes, I don't want to die! And he, like, and he, and he, and he gives he, him a shove. He, he does a motion to you. Somehow opens the door, gives him a shove, and gets Rucker Howard out of the car. I don't think he which, opens the door. He just shoves him hard enough that he flies into the door. So, so yeah, what I always which, wonder which, which would not work. Which I always wonder when I'm watching movies where that's the situation, and the and, and the person with the gun to your head is not wearing a seatbelt, why do you not just slam on the fucking brakes? Put him through the windshield? Or even, uh, I or would even do, just hit his head on the fucking dashboard. You no, know, you know I would do. I would drive into a fucking telephone post. I was thinking rock that or something too. Like that. You know. Yeah. But whatever. Uh, Rutger takes a tumble, and yes. uh, and, and, and then, then C. Thomas Howell is is congratulating himself, and the movie ends. He's like, woo! Yeah. But there's an yeah. incredible. <laughs> this is the first of many great shots. The cinematography in this film is so underrated, and the camera work is. There's a great shot of, like. Ruggerhauer pulls himself together and then stands up on the highway, and the camera, basically at the level of the road, tilts up towards him. Yeah, well, it, it's it, a really well, nice it, shot it, of him. It yeah. makes him look bigger than yeah, he bigger. is. Oh yeah, this, this movie is full just, of great. Yeah, the cinematography is incredible. Yeah, it's and that's the funny thing too. A lot of the shite reviews back in the time, because critics basically universally hated this movie, trashed it even technically and stuff, not just morally, but supposedly, oh, it's too dark or it's sloppily made and stuff. No, not at all. It's cold and clinical and really well, well shot. Well, yeah. yeah, it is well shot. I, I have some issues with pacing and issues with just the way it's put together myself, but I, anyway, we'll, we'll get, that, so, get, get to that at the end. So he's uh, driving along. Do, yeah. do, do. He's, uh, he's happy. That he's sure happy was as freaky as a, last night when, yeah. uh, when, when, when that, that, like, that, that, that you, personification buddy. of the HIV mm. epidemic got into my car. I put a knife to my nuts. <laughs> my nuts and, and those guys thought I was gay. Um, and then, <laughs> Man, I should go back and explain to those, those construction look, workers look, that we I'm not homo. gay. No homo. No, yeah, no I, homo. I, I'm worried they're going to think I might be gay and you know, I, I don't know if I can live with that. It's like, God, 1986, right? I, think, I really think those guys thought I was gay. <laughs> <laughs> ah, Turn around. Uh, bright eyes. Um, <laughs> note I have here is, uh, is uh, Rucker Howard's, like, it's an understated performance. Uh, like he's not. It, other actors, lesser actors, would have just chewed the scenery and been yeah. all crazy. Yeah, I'm picturing picture someone like 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 maybe like Shaq or somebody in this role. Shaq? I don't know. Shaquille like Mike, O'Neal. Yeah, I, I was thinking Michael Keaton. Michael Keaton. Uh, or, or, or like it could be a big like or, well, or Jack one Nicholson. movie that well, for me hasn't aged well at all is Cape Fear and. De Niro, like I once read a review that said like he does a Freddy Krueger impression in that. I haven't seen it. Would have been so came over the top. But well, um, so hours. Yeah. So so so. Anyways, he's driving along and then he comes by this friendly, nice. 
family in a station wagon. They're, 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 yeah, it's the next morning. Uh, yeah. The uh, station wagon drives by, and the little kids are playfully pretending to shoot guns at him out the back window. And he's, too, yeah. yeah, and he's playing back playfully. Yeah, it's like Suddenly a big teddy bear appears in the back window. And he's like horrified. The station wagon when the teddy bear... <laughs> no, he's cute. The teddy bear moves, and who's holding it? Rucker Howard. Yeah. John Ryder's John in the Ryder. station wagon with the kid. Uh, so so, so he's, he's trying to warn the family. He's like... He pulls up alongside them. He's, he's like poising. That guy's a fucking lunatic! And they're like, what? They can't hear him at all. And all of a sudden... You could totally hear what anybody's saying in that situation. No, like, you couldn't. Yeah, you Hell could. no. Like Two cars driving fast on a highway, you would well, never hear. What or how about pointing at the hysterical. back? It's, it's, it's not like that documentary, uh, Trains, Planes, and Automobiles, where they're like, you're going the wrong way. No, not. no, you wouldn't be able to hear. Uh, you don't know that. He's freaking out. Have you ever been in a car? Yeah. It's, well, I mean, it shows naive trust on the family that picked him up but yeah who picks up like a psycho looking like that no but here's family. the thing I, I imagine that the Rucker Hour character would have been especially charming and friendly to them see Thomas Howell looks completely crazed and out of his mind when he's screaming at them so they probably think there's some drunk crazy yeah, maybe, driver maybe well, and so, we, so we they look. That. So they look at C. Thomas Howell and they go, "That guy's fucking crazy." Yeah. Even though he's clearly pointing to the back of the car and screaming, "That person is a lunatic." They're pulling a uh, boat behind the van, so for all you know, he could be yelling like, "Your boat!" Wouldn't you? If you were in the desert, wouldn't you pull over if some guy was like waving and pointing to the back of your car? Other no, question. I'd be other question. Of that other question. Driver. Why you have a boat in the desert? Why, well, is it, why is the family driving a boat long, in a fucking desert? They're on a long road trip. Yeah, with, a, with a shitty little boat. Yeah. yeah. Well, like, no, 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 it's a good question. That. It's like having a tractor in the middle of the ocean. Shit, the movie's exactly. just falling apart for me. I can't discuss it. <laughs> anyway, so he almost gets hit. All right, good day, So everybody. he almost gets hit by a bus. Well, that was what we wanted to do. We wanted to ruin all of Alex's Yeah, he, he basically uh, is driving on the wrong side of the highway next to the car, trying to get them to pull over, and actually, then a bus actually, comes Actually, the bus along. actually hits him. Yeah. He does hit yeah. him. But and, you know what's funny? The bus hits him. The car spins out. Pieces of the car fly off. The bus just keeps on going. No, it doesn't. Yeah. No, the bus stops. No, the bus stops. It doesn't? Yeah. And this is one thing I which, thought. Which I always wondered. I, I, Tell the bus driver there's a fucking lunatic. Yeah. Well, the family. The going. Well, maybe the, the, the family kept going. The family kept going. The family kept going. They, they, they going, saw yeah. this accident and they just kept going. Yeah. Well, they're probably freaked out. Well, they're probably why, freaked no, out, yeah. Yeah. Because well, there's an accident. You stop. If you see an accident, you yeah. stop. And well, yeah, this movie shows what happens when you don't unless, act responsible. Unless, uh, unless <laughs> Rucker Howard took the family over at that point and made them fucking drive, man. Yeah, you never know. Well, like, whatever. Yeah, we, 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 we could be like, keep driving or I'll kill we, your we find out what We find out after the fact what happens to that unfortunate but family. He, he, he basically, but yeah, at that point, I remember thinking, this was the only time when I just watched it again on Friday. Uh, for the first time in a while, I uh, I uh, said um, to, to myself, yeah, at this point, you know, hey, if they're sort of... Wake up. He's so freaking <laughs> out. No, but at this point, I would have been like, hey, you know, uh, he should have told the bus driver, hey, there's a psycho, and he's in the car because, with because that Because radio, the fucking radio, the, that family's going to die. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, like, yeah. Like, But like, he, he decides to keep driving. Well, yeah, yeah, nothing really comes of that. But and he's it, a kid, man. But the thing is, like, this, like all along this highway is a strewn... With dead people in cars, like, yeah, all along yeah. the highway, and nobody, like nobody's doing that. No, but that's not true. Yeah, but no, yeah, that, yeah, that isn't entirely true. That's oh, not entirely true. Because, it comes up soon enough. Well, eventually, because it, basically, it catches up with C. Thomas Howell because because they think he was doing it. They do. C. Thomas Howell. <laughs> he at this point, 
Yeah, almost hits the bus. And, and, and this is this is when he barfs. Well, he, yeah, he, he, first he, time he, well, he, he, okay. he catches this, up. See, the, this this movie has a couple of great barfing. Yeah, scenes they're, they're, they're the worst. They really scenes. no no no. They rival The Exorcist. They're great uh, for barfing. Okay. <laughs> he basically uh, pulls up. He he drives a bit. Well, what about dri- Stand by Me? He hits the bus. Is there good barfing in there? Yeah. Oh, it's, a, it's, it's like the best barfing. Barf barfing ever. is so hard to do in theater. But like like when I see barfing in movies, most of it's just like they open their mouth and something falls out. Yeah yeah. When I barf, my eyes are almost popping out of my head. Yeah. The extremity that they, or sorry, the extreme like violence of things ejecting out of my body. Yeah, your cats, is that, is your, that, your, your, cats your cats get out of the way. Everybody, it's like it's un, like it's like I don't know how I don't destroy things and like like take, rip the wallpaper off. It's just, <laughs> like, it's, it's it's so it's so violent and and horrible and. And yeah. just I, I don't that for me that's my own personal bar. I don't part, I don't vomit. It's not very just often. opening your mouth and it's no, it's sort of like, uh, some soup. No, it's like out. holy shit! Like I could I could like, I could sand like down this picnic table with my barf. Like it's so <laughs> it's so you it's should so have harsh. seen my cat barf. We had a cat, my father and I, when we lived together. We had a cat and it used to projectile like you wouldn't believe. <laughs> One night we're sitting together in what the living room. Name? My father and I are watching TV. The cat was named Diva, and all you heard was woo woo. Woo, oh, that woo, horrible sound! Woo, you, you know something's woo, going on with the cat. Woo, woo. My father and I are looking at each other. What the hell? And we look down. The cat is in the middle of the living room floor, and it actually its body is expanding and contracting like it's being inflated with air and deflated like it's an inflatable cat. Woo, 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 woo. And then it suddenly goes. Ah, it just opens its mouth, no sound, and like projectile right across the room. <laughs> then the cat ran away, and we had to put up with the worst part. Oh. The cat in the other room going. Oh. <laughs> Oh, it's like it, it's in heat, but it wasn't in oh, heat. Look at that horrible sound. Yeah. Oh I don't know God. what it was. <laughs> I guess it was loss of intestine. Poor diva. Uh, uh, but anyway, and then the cat came back. The cat came back and, and puked again. But anyway, anyway, so he so he sees the, so so dear podcast listener, he finds that. Uh, the family has been murdered by John Ryder. And, and by the way, I, I, I wish they would have. I would have liked to seen the carnage inside the car. You know, like again, okay. though the film showing remarkable restraint. Yeah, which, something which is horrible something, has happened. Something I had a problem with throughout the whole movie myself. I watched it again, and because especially this came out in the era, or so the tail end of nonstop slasher films, we went over the top with effects that were often completely bogus looking. But this film is completely restrained. It leaves so much to the imagination. And yeah, he comes across. He looks into the car. He and basically opens the door slightly and there's blood dripping and then he does his first remarkable puking in the film. Bravo, <laughs> C. Thomas Howell on nice that one. great C. puke. C. Yeah, C. Well, Thomas Chunder. Will, C. Thomas Heave. Yeah. I, will, I will always have problems with barfing in movies till I die. Uh, because nobody barfs like I do. Yeah, and nobody ever makes the sound oh, oh, that cat stop, sound. Please stop there. doing that. Like, it's like, actually, I never want to hear that again. I had a barfy cat and that, and... That's that's the best. I've got two cats and they barf every now and then. I'm I'm constantly amazed how much barf comes out of one small cat. Like holy, I don't even eat that much at dinner. Well, don't get so drunk. Uh, I guess a lesson learned. It's New Year's Eve. Come on, pussy. (laughs) Uh, So then he goes to a gas station and it blows up. Well, he he goes to a weird, desolate (laughs) garage that somehow he has a pool Uh, in it. He yeah, he goes. There's I don't remember a pool, but he goes. I I have it hit with a pool. I don't know about a pool. pool, but he goes to. A gas station. The gas station is abandoned. Like all ga- all the gas stations either closed or abandoned. Or no, or but here's the thing. Not really, because he goes to the gas station, the phone doesn't work, and then he meets up with 
the hitcher does. You know, does the hitcher just appear in the truck? I can't remember this, but he drives yeah, out of the garage. Sure. I'm not sure. But basically, the garage is closed because the hitcher's there already. And oh, presumably, it, 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 everyone's like, dead. Like blow out of the garage does, door in the, in the truck in a truck. He does and attempts to set. The, our young hero on fire because he runs into the gas pumps. <laughs> yeah, he does. He sees those with gasoline, and then he drops the match. Yeah, very slowly. Oh yeah, and, and is that is that what Roger Ebert said was the first sound of the movie? Was that match? No, he just. I don't know what he was thinking, but he said it started with the sound of a match being lit by the killer. I guess he means when he gives them a cigarette while they're driving, but it's not true. I don't. The yeah. first light, match lit is. And I that, I actually rewatched the Cisco Ebert review. Yeah. That we can talk about that. The and, then, and, then, and then he and then, uh, and then he 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 drives away and puts his car on fire. I love that. Yeah, yeah, love that's that one of too. my favorite stunts I've ever well, seen. It, 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 lo- it looks great. It's doesn't. It, obviously, it doesn't make any sense. Like you you can't drive very far with your car engulfed in flames. Far. It looks great though when the fucking uh, uh, the the gas station explodes and. It, it's, it's, yeah. it's a terrific it looks stunt. Good. Uh, yeah. it, well, at this point, see Thomas Howell's driving car on fire. He's covered in gas. And all he can think is, how am I going to explain this to the car agency? Because <laughs> yeah. it wasn't his car. Yeah, yeah. Like some millionaire is going to be like, what the fuck? It would, you know, it would well, not be... a millionaire because it's hardly a millionaire's vehicle. <laughs> no. but... Yeah, it's, it's, a, it's a relatively fancy car, I guess, for the time. I don't know. Because well, no, the cops are like, why do you like have such a nice... Yeah. Car, you're but like, you, you know what would have been great as the last scene in the movie when he drives it into where he's the destination is maybe he's maybe a millionaire, maybe whoever, and it's just like the wheels are like all wobbly, there's no roof, it's just smoking. Yeah, it's, it's, it's like planes, trains, and automobiles. Ash, Ashton yeah. Kushner walks, oh, dude, where's my car? You know, yeah. dude, it's not bad. And he wasn't even born then, my idiotic joke. And, 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 and then, so, and then, this, so, is, so this, this is when we finally meet Nash, Jennifer Nash, Jason Lee. I've always had a crush on her. By the way, just got my hair cut at oh, Jefferson's Barbershop today. You're looking good. We're going to take a, a, a quick moment for our sponsor. Oh, yeah, we have a sponsor this. We um, have our first ever We do sponsor. have a sponsor, and it's Jefferson's Barbershop. I don't even know the address, but it's on Commercial Drive. It's, a, it's like a Commercial it's and Fourth. Or commercial third. and Fourth, yes. Yeah. Uh, Jeff gives uh, great haircuts. Go there. It's fantastic. Yeah. Um, and Insert as I was here. getting my hair, but this is a perfect commercial opportunity because yeah. I, I got my hair cut there today. No word of a lie. And uh, I said, hey, we're going to be doing the, the Hitcher tonight uh, in honor of Rucker Hauer. And Jeff, uh, my hairstylist, was like, you know what? My hairstylist as well. I, I, he he was at the diner, the finger diner. Oh, really? Yeah, uh, the first one. And because he just went on like a, a road trip of, of Route 66. Oh, cool. or I got to, I'll talk to you about tomorrow. Yeah, make sure you do. the Hitcher yeah. road trip. Yeah. So, yeah, go to Jefferson's. It's great. Yes. Uh, tell him Black Dog after Dark Side. Yeah. yeah, that's right. Um, you won't get a discount, but. No, but he'll give you a good haircut. Yeah, and you he'll know. He'll give what? you the best haircut you've ever had. And maybe you guys are like me. Uh, I used to get my hair Not cut at, at places where people uh, didn't know anything about pop culture. And I would sit there and they would go, What do you do? And I had to lie. <laughs> <laughs> and say, because yeah. uh, you see you're a comedian, you're just going to be telling jokes with the whole haircut. Yeah. But at Jefferson's, if, 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 if you're it. a pop culture junkie, they know everything about everything. I go, the, I go in so I can talk Star Wars for, for well, 30 and, minutes. And the, the shop's amazing. they got so much uh, awesome things all over the wall, the wall and the, on the shelves and stuff. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's, a, it's a great place to go. Yeah, so Jefferson's... Just go there and hang out. Don't even get a haircut. Just talk to Jeff and Scott and yep. the, all the other people that work there. They're all great. They're, they're yeah. all great. Spend it, five, six hours on their couch. They'll love you. They'll let you sleep there overnight. Yeah, if you want to sleep there, yeah. I'm sure it's not a problem. But they are sponsors for real, and they are really good at cutting hair, and they know everything there is to know about like comic books and movies and shit, and that's why I go yeah. there. So it was really interesting that Jeff had actually been to the diner where the next scene yes. in The Hitcher takes place. So this is where he... He's trying to make yet another in. phone call. Yeah, on the, on the, on the, the shitty pay phones, that they, 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 they don't work. This one works. works. 
He calls and basically says, I need help. Right. Can you I know you, who he, did he, it. He tells him where the where, Yeah, where and he, where says, he, he says, the guy who killed the family in the station wagon and yeah, the other doesn't guy. doesn't even occur to him that maybe and, he's and incriminating the, himself. And right? then so, so uh, Jennifer Jason Lee shows up. Um, well, she lets him in. She's well, just opening so, so, yeah, the diner. So, so she shows up to work at this diner by herself. This crazy guy who smells like gasoline because he's covered <laughs> in gasoline yep. is ranting and raving. Let's let him in and make him a burger. A free burger. A free burger and some delicious fries. But she I, does I, say that her boss would kill her if he knew she was doing this. So, so she acknowledges I, the danger. Have, but it's another but, but, statement. But, 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 why, because, but why is she doing it then? Well, because put it this way. like some, I think it's a little, it's a nuance in the script where it's like. Nuance. Well, sometimes if you stop to pick someone up, they can be really dangerous like the hitcher. He wants to help him. He wants to help yeah, the John he, Ryder because, because Or you months, could actually be helping someone who needs help. And that's what she's doing. She's taking a risk. Yeah, but, 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 what, she's, but, thing is, but like, she's, she's helping she's, him. She's a single woman who's... She's not a big woman. She's small. Yeah. yeah. Uh, like, taking... Like, letting this the gas-soaked psycho into her into her restaurant. In the middle true. of she the desert. She lets him in, but she does, but, you know, she uh, does acknowledge that. Well, she'd have she to let him in trouble. at some point, right? Because yeah. you got to open for business. Yeah, well, and it's probably, it's probably, yeah, maybe wait till like, the, the, the burly, uh, like, uh, cook shows up with all the tattoos, you know, so, so in case something goes south. Well, how do you know he wasn't there? Because she did, because she she, she, she she says she, she's she there alone and she, she cooks him a oh, burger. Okay, for I didn't remember that. So she cooks. Anyway, this is a little. In, a little, in fact, I, my notes later in the movie. I, later in the movie, I was just like, "Why is she hanging out with this guy?" I know. It, it's not like they had any kind of like chemistry. No, or, they had actually they had pretty zero chemistry. Yeah. I thought. I'll be honest, I thought C. Thomas Howell was the weakest point of this whole movie, I, acting wise. I don't know if I go that far. I, I would go. Well, that he's far. great as a terrified victim. Yeah, yeah. He's great. So this is the famous scene. This is the scene that it, back in uh, grade six. This is the, the scene we all talked so, about. Well, be, be, before he's he's in there. He's washing himself in the restaurant. Yeah. He's uh, he's smoking. He's made in the, the phone call. He's which I, which I'm thinking up. like like he's like why are you like you're, 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 so, to... you're still covered in gasoline. Probably shouldn't be smoking. That's... Nobody wants to burst into flames unless you're protesting the Vietnam War or something like that. Yeah, I... and he's not doing that. No, he was just a totally apolitical. Uh, spontaneous combustion. Yep. The, I'm going to make you some burgers and fries. The fin- uh, it's the finger. Man. The finger is, is the most famous thing in this movie. One of the most famous things. Yeah, and actually, this, it's, it's, it's the second favorite. And I still thing. debate whether or not it's actually real because even though, in, well, in, in, a, in a cool way, some things happen in this film that are highly implausible, but I, I really... Doubt the finger could get in there. I think he he could, he's possibly just so gross. Okay, out at this okay, point. but if you think about it, if you just yeah. think of the logic what? of the scene, one, whose finger is it? Well, yeah. two, I, how did Rucker Howard get in the kitchen while Jennifer Jason Lee is making him burger and fries and insert a finger mm. in the in, the, yeah. in with the fries? I, mean, you know I, I don't even care at this point because it's just such an yeah. awesome moment. Well, actually, the, but it's plausible. He's just so gross. Out. Should, the, 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 it's, the, it's, the, it was it was the McCain super fries. By the way, no, the no, original. The, 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 the thing that hor- horrified me most with this scene is like. I really hate thick cut fries. Like those big thick oh, potato fries. No, I, no, I don't. No, no, they're too I doughy. No, I, I, I they're, give me a nice thin. Crispy you know what's weird fry. is that, he, is that I, he, was I want... he was nibbling on one fucking fry when he had like eighty more fries. He must have been so hungry. Yeah, and, and then he but was, he's he, just he, freaked out. He, and was, he, was, he, was, he was nibbling on it like 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 he was hurting the fry by eating and he's, it. And he's, like, he's like, well, this this food tastes. This smells like gasoline. By the way, apparently the original script wanted an eyeball in the burger, but. 
I like yeah, the how would that the, even happen? Yeah, I know, I know, exactly. Because you've got to make the patty and no, fry I know, it up. I know, I know. And the thing, even if you make the patty and fry it, the, the eyeball is going to be like, it's going to, it's not going to be like a, like a nice Oh, I'm not saying it's eyeball. It's going to be like, you won't even know it's an eyeball. It's going to be like a piece I, of I like, think it's plausible. Like, I mean, yeah, it's a finger, but I think it's, I mean, like, it's just thrown in there to be gross, but I still think it's plausible that he's just so yeah. gross to he's So for those of you who Possibly, haven't seen yeah, the movie, yeah. he's sitting there exhausted and, he, and he's just Spoiler. like... He's mind. He's sort of mindlessly like eating his fries. But what Sully. I but, but I didn't notice. But he's not really. He's doing the actor eating where. Well, could, you know what? They're, not, they're well, actually taking a bite. Well, because it's probably like take thirty-seven. <laughs> he's so full. Like, yeah. That, well, fuck whatever. You're getting paid money. See. Thomas Howell. He's Fucking exhausted. <laughs> Claudius he's Thomas exhausted. Howell. He's exhausted. He's gross. Who nibbles though. a fry? Especially it's, when... It's not corn on the cob. Yeah. Well, he, 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 also, he, also, especially when he probably hasn't eaten since his whole ordeal began. He's like, the stress, yeah. and he hasn't slept, and he's probably like just famished. Yeah. And like this, you know, the, the, the smell of fries and the burger, even if you, even if it's overwhelmed by the gasoline smell of your he whole He should be persona, shoveling that shit into his face. Oh, I'd just be like, oh, yeah, exactly. I, but then, but, but, but so face. so then there's so as he's lifting one of the fries to his mouth, it's some probably the woman's the truck woman's. We don't, we're not sure. Uh, fa- yeah. It's definitely did, a woman. Did, did it have a ring on it? it no, no, but the, but the nail was long. I don't know if it had a ring oh, on it. I don't so it could, was it a maybe it was a coke finger So I was thinking. Maybe it's just the McCain Super Fry Factory. Yeah, fucking it, In fucking Mexico, someone gets their fucking finger sliced <laughs> yeah. off. It, it was just a coincidence. Okay. It was just a coincidence. I uh, once crushed my yeah, thumb in a potato a masher. Hold on. More, I crushed... More, I worked... One I of worked, Alex's amazing stories. I worked at a diner. I for this one. I worked at a, at a restaurant in uh-huh. Montreal called the York Cafe. It was in Westbound. The York Cafe? The York, York Cafe. So it didn't serve killer whale. The York Cafe in Westmount Square, Montreal, very famous building in Montreal. Sure. I worked there in summer '94, and yes, I crushed my thumb in a French fry cutter, like one of the things where you put the potato in, you pull the lever down. You didn't do it on purpose, though. No, I didn't. Someone came up and talked to me and distracted me, and I had the lever up, and I went, "What?" And I took my uh. hand off, and it fell down, and my thumb was in there, and it punched a square into. The ball of my thumb and tons of blood flowed into the container full of freshly cut fries. Is this this where ketchup chips comes from? So then the chef, I explained what happened to the chef and he he looked at my thumb, he looked at the bucket and then he looked at me again and said, are you HIV positive? And I said, no. And he said, fry him up. Really? Yeah, he did. (laughs) Did you have to finish the shift? Oh yeah, I finished the shift. Did that hurt? Oh, it hurt like you wouldn't believe it. I told one of my coworkers, have you ever seen the movie The Hitcher at the time? I said, have you ever seen The Hitcher where there's a finger in the french fries? And the guy just <laughs> didn't want to hear it. But I did bring up this film. Now, this film has been a touchstone on my life. I do own it. I own a copy. And I yeah, I thought of it when I punctured my thumb. Summer 94, York uh, Cafe, Westmount Square, okay, Montreal. Well, if anyone listens that's to that. That's our other it's, sponsor. It's, uh, <laughs> it's long in a business. I wasn't. I was just like a salad prep. It's on the York A. The York Cafe, yeah. Order the that fries. Is, that Extra is hemorrhage. You probably invented poutine accidentally. You never know. Okay, so he uh, he cut. So then the cops arrive. The, the, the cops, cops pull up because they yeah he's already he's, called. He's phoned them. Yeah, and they pull up and they uh, pull their guns because he's run out of the diner. He's barfing again. It smells like gasoline. He smells like gasoline. He's puking from the finger. The cops pull up. They pull their pieces. Hey, man, 
freeze, all the stuff. They arrest him right there, and Jennifer Jason Lee, and they find. They can't find his wallet. Oh, yeah. Because there's no idea. Because he, Rucker Howard's probably, no, Rucker Howard's probably planted it in, no, in the car. No, they find his wallet, but there's no. But, but, but Rucker Howard took the ID out. No, they don't find a wallet. His wallet's gone. Oh, okay. And, well, whatever uh, the but case. But they find a plant. He plants the bloody jet blade. He's planted the jet right. blade knife on him. Yeah. Which we, and we, he I, probably. I like, when would he even have done that? He could have done it um, in a car. He but could when, have done it in the car at any point. Who knows? But they've encountered yeah, each knows? other. Who knows? Yeah. They've encountered each other. Yeah, the will of the forest does factor heavily. In but this he, movie. but he, but also, you know, I'm assuming the wallet's probably been left in the car, like the station wagon. So, so he framed so, him so with the his cops, ID for. So we we should speed this up a bit. But doesn't doesn't Mark uh, want to get caught? Like why is he framing him? Does he want to get caught? Does he, he want to get him to he stop him? He sees him as a as a protege or something. Yeah, it's, it's it's weird because he kills everybody else in this movie, but he wants see Thomas Howell. He just kind of helps to survive basically. It's he, weird. He, he it, keeps him alive by terrorizing him. So then they're driving along. Is, is this where the cops like get? It's like two scenes where Rucker Howard kills cops. Well, and he, C. Well, Thomas Howell. So, so, see Thomas Howell's arrested here, and he's taken to the cop station. Yeah. And then, uh, he's, and he's, he's, by the way, another example of excellent camera work in this film. The camera is circling around. The next thing you know, by the way, Jennifer Jason Lee comes out and sticks up for him, but they're right. like, he, he's wanted by half the cops in the state. They take him away. The next scene is C. Thomas Howell being interrogated, and the camera's circling around. Oh, his head. beautiful camera oh, movement. I, for, in I this totally scene. forgot about that. 360 scene. degree pan around his head right. continuously while he's being interrogated. And it gets yep. super weird because. Uh, because yeah, because because he, he gets put in a cell and then he falls. He asleep. gets put in a cell, falls asleep, and this is amazing. And then he's, he hears he, some noises. He in his wakes dream. up the next day. He wa- yeah, he has a dream. He wakes up when he leans against the. Um, this film also has excellent sound design. Like right. instead of overwhelming you with creepy music, the scenes totally silent. So you can hear, like the unattended to police radio right, blaring right. in the background. And the, 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 he opens up, the, 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 he, the cell he slow, doors open. Yeah, the cell doors open. He leans against it. He's like, holy shit. Well, I, I, cell I, doors I, unlocked. I'm also picturing myself in that situation. Like, you, you're in jail. Yeah. But you're, the jail door is open. Like, do you... Just, I know. Do you stay because you're in jail? Or do you leave? That <laughs> is interesting. But he walks out because you can hear the radios not being attended to. He knows something's wrong. Mm-hmm. And at this point, he's starting to realize anything can possibly happen to himself. Mm-hmm. He steps out. He slowly walks to the police station. And, and one of the all-time great movies, moments of 80s cinema, a police dog walks out, looks over at Halsey with a sad look on his face, and then walks away. It takes oh. it takes him a long time. The build-up, the tension in this scene is incredible. See Thomas Howell slowly walks further into the police station in the direction where the dog's been, comes around the corner, and the dog is licking a, the slashed throat yeah, of... Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, it is, and it's it up there. Awesome. It's It's I, a I better realist. But that would never happen. Well, he, he, it the, would the, happen. The dog is if it's a cat, for sure. Um, <laughs> the cat I love would, it. The cat his, would be responsible for killing the cop. It's yeah, licking the, 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 the cop's slashed throat. throat. It's licking the cop's slash throat. He's, he's like eating the neck. He's yeah, he neck. is. It's great. And it totally reminds me of another film we were reviewing here, Jim Cotta. In the Village of Crazies, he <laughs> finds a fellow dead competitor. Jim, The Jim Cotta, I remember, star, yep. finds a fellow dead competitor, and the dogs are licking his blood. Yeah. It's just, I love that. But anyway, yep. the hitcher does it I'm, better than Jim Cotta, even. Yeah. <laughs> but he finds the dog licking the slash throat, and it's just amazing. Uh, I did it. notice that the, 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 the bunk beds in the, in the jail were very small. They're way too small to make anyone comfortable if you're staying there overnight. 
It's true, they're, but they're, they're I don't like, think the idea like the idea of beds in jail is not to make anyone comfortable. It was a, ch- it was a children's jail. That's no. just nitpicking. It is nitpicking. So, but the dog, yeah, and then he finds the other cops like so, are so, all so, slaughtered. So they're all dead. Yeah. So, he, so, by he, John so he grabs it. Well, obviously, there's a really good <laughs> shot. He grabs he grabs a gun and he realizes more cops are coming. So there's a really nice shot where you see the cops coming. Yes, and they, they, they're and, trying and, to get in the front door. Yeah. And, and that's and, amazing. And then it yeah. pans around the building, and, and C. Thomas Hell comes like runs out runs the, the other back. door. That's because, amazing. Because, because, because they never thought of like going around the back. And well, well, it was just, they, they were the first two cops on the yeah, scene. Yeah, yeah. No, it's a it's excellent camera work. It's a really well well executed scene. Uh, I, I, C. Thomas Hell runs into the desert. Yeah. Sorry, yeah. Was there something else? So, I was just I said I, like uh, the, the, the the cops that arrested them they're, they're all kind of jerks, but they were good. I don't know who the actors were, but they were good small. Characters. Oh, yeah. I, I, I wanted to see more of these guys. Well, one of know? that guy, yeah, and one of the cops, before they get slaughtered, expresses doubt, basically says, you know this well, kid. Yeah, he, yeah, because, because, no, he didn't do By it. the way, one they, of they the... They actually phoned the car agency and yeah. stuff. Like, no, they, the they, one... they, they know he did. But you, you'd think they might be maybe a little more on guard or something like that. And like, and I wish... I, I, I like the fact they didn't show how they all got murdered. But I would have liked the scene. No, <laughs> no I murdered. still like. I still like the. Yeah, I don't. I, there's too much restraint for my liking. In the yeah, scene, yeah, But I understand. Enough. I understand how it works. For By this. the way, one of those cops, the one who actually dials the number, can get through. He's in Five Easy Pieces. Oh yeah. He's the classic Five Easy Pieces. He's Jack Nicholson's buddy on the oil line, and he also disappears early in the movie. I can't mm-hmm. remember his name, but God, he's Jack movie. Nicholson's buddy. They're working together on the oil line. He gets arrested. The famous scene where. Jack Nicholson's fighting the two guys dressed in suits, show right. up at the oil field and grab his buddy. That's the buddy. His okay. the actor's name slips yeah. my mind, but he is in that. So see Thomas Howell is this is he's wandering through the desert or whatever, and then yeah. and he uh he sees a couple, he, he goes to like a convenience store or he's, something. He, he's having and, a rough day at this and, point. And he sees he sees uh he's he, he once again on the payphone, smelling like gasoline. No, he doesn't uh, get to a convenience store. It's another cafe. Well, it's, it's a gas station, whatever it is. But it was a close. Point, point being, uh, uh, cops show up, and he just doesn't even give them a chance. He just runs out and immediately pulls a gun, and he hijacks them. He, 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 he kidnaps some cops. He kidnaps he, he, a couple he, he, he of cops, cops. Kidnaps. Maybe not the best thing to do. But I think that was point. a pretty good thing oh, to do. Oh, another gas station. It's, it's not. another gas station. It's not a, the cafe. So yet. they're driving along, and, and he's like, I want to talk to dispatch. Yeah, he it, takes it, the two cops point, he's hostage. Like, yeah. he's, he's like, so they're driving, and he's got, he's got the cops hostage. He's in the back seat with, with the gun and all that. And so he's like, look, man, I just want to fucking explain, you know. And uh, and then once again, and this is where we start getting into diminishing returns, mm. where once again the fucking hitcher shows up and just shoots the cops and yeah. kills them. Did, did, he shoot them. The, did he shoot them when they're, when they're driving? Yeah, yeah when they're driving. Yeah, and so, and, and the car worse. crashes, and then see Thomas Howell oh, that, that, actually, that was still a really has thing. the gun, yeah. and then he, he tries to kill himself, but there's no bullets. Yeah, there's no bullets. So he actually, he's actually going to kill himself. I thought, point. I thought it was kind of like, I don't know if he would be quite at that point where is he's going to kill himself. Like, like this has happened over the course of like one day. Yeah. Like, yeah, like, like if this maybe six months of no, torture, no. like it doesn't take long. It doesn't take long how at do all. You know? yeah. Well, for example, he's been a hitcher. He's no. a retired hitcher. <laughs> it doesn't. No, it wouldn't hitcher. take. long. It was on his resume when you hired him. It wouldn't take long. I didn't read the whole thing. It wouldn't take long at all, especially <laughs> that, that many napkin? shocks in that short amount of time. You would totally be losing your mind. Like I said, yeah, I mean, but killing yourself. I don't know about killing yourself. You, you might still try and. 
Although anyway, at that point, anyways, you're, you're, anyways so, it, doesn't, it doesn't matter. So then, uh, so then he winds up in another diner, and there's that great scene when he uh, at the at the booth. Yes. When he uh, he closes his eyes, when he opens them, fucking Rucker Howard's Rucker Howard's there. there. Howard's and, and at this point, it's like it would have been so great if they if you still didn't know if Rucker Howard even existed, because they would have had that conversation. It could have just all been in his head. Yeah. Yes. Just saying, missed yeah. opportunity. Yeah. Uh, really great scene. Beautifully acted, yeah. super understated. That's so when think, he learns there's no bullets in the gun because he threatens to blow away. Well, you know, actually, he, just, John t- t- he's, 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 he starts firing under the Be- table. Well, he does it because John Ryder pretends to have a gun. Mm. John Ryder tells him there's no bullets, and then John Ryder pretends to pull the trigger of and his he, own gun. And yeah, he fires off. Like, how, like, like, like how, how, how demoralizing and disappointing would that be when yes. you finally got the guy? Yeah, and there's no bullets in your gun. Yeah, and yeah, and then John Ryder puts the pennies it's such a great in his scene. eyes. Such a great scene. Gets up and leaves and leaves him the bullets. Yeah. And he's just sitting there with those. It's such a creepy shot of C. Thomas Howell. And by the way, Howell's a good name because at this point he looks like the fucking Wolfman. Well, he he looks uh, insane. Robin commented on that because she was sort of coming in and out. Like, Robin is my girlfriend. Oh, okay. Uh, and she was she was coming in and out and uh, and. Of the movie. Yeah, she was just sort of like, like, oh, this movie you're watching for the podcast. And she's like, oh, my God, see Thomas Howell. Or no, the guy from The Outsiders looks like shit. <laughs> I'm like, well, honey, he's been pony through. Pony boy. He's been through a few things. Uh, and it's the yeah, bloody pony boy. And so it's the... Yes. <laughs> Anyways, and uh, uh, so, so now he's got the so, so does, bullets. Does, does, does he have a chance to get on a bus here? He's, well, he sneaks well, on yeah. the bus. Because I have, I have, I have, I have get up. on the bus, Gus. Make a new plan stand. Yeah, uh, he does get on the bus. Right. You just listen to me. Yeah. Take yourself free. Puke up your bowel, Howl. But he <laughs> basically sneaks onto the bus <laughs> and hides in the bathroom in the back. Uh-huh. The bus drives away. He sits back down and he notices Nash, Jennifer Jason Nash Lee. Nash happens to be on the bus. Because, but shouldn't she still be at her job? Like, well, like, it's like, enough she was hours there, she, was at, she was like, it's, it's it was like two ne- hours ago, wasn't it? No, it's the next day. He, was it the next day? Well, he slept oh, at the, yeah. overnight in the jail. So yeah. she's taking her bus. Yeah. Like, what a shitty job that you have to take like a bus across the country. To go work at a restaurant. I think maybe she could for one, for, like, for one day. I think maybe. But like, she explains. She talks about being trapped yeah. in that lifestyle because her relatives own the restaurant. Yeah, and stuff I, I, the, uh, she doesn't really uh, know was anyone. It, was this one of her first uh, roles or like? No, a, was well, it wouldn't her? be one of her first. Like Fast she, Times at Richmond High, which was like '82, was, was, was one of her first. Oh, really? Big that was ones. way before this. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because so. she, she didn't have a big role, and uh, and like I didn't find her terribly. Watching this, like I didn't find her terribly convincing. Oh, I thought yeah. she was great. She conveyed boredom perfectly. I've always loved her sort of um, disinterest. Yeah, like her, just her her demeanor is always like a sort of she's yeah. bored with with which with which with what is ever going on. Yeah, and that, that she's a lot and she was great in this part. But yeah. I, I don't know if that's just that's her just the way she acts or she's I don't, I don't know anyway. but she acts bored so well but yeah. she explains she gives she gives a she gives a nice her from like the, the beginning of her career right yeah. to the, the yeah the, she's, I she's last awesome I saw her, that's the last thing I, I well Hateful Eight was her last really big picture yeah. but she, she's, she's, the only, she's really she's great the only thing I liked in that movie she's really great in that uh, one uh, Mrs. Parker and the Vicious Circle oh dude playing yeah. Dorothy Parker I, I talked about on this podcast about uh, Georgia 
how much I love that movie. Yeah. Uh, I, I saw a movie recently, maybe the like, last two years, where she she plays like she's in a van for most of the time. She's like drugged out. And I can't remember which movie it was. Rush? But she was really this good. has nothing no, to no, do this, with this, this was, uh, like, her acting or whatever, but her father was uh, Vic Morrow. Really? Who was killed in the Twad Zone movie. Her real name's Jennifer Lee Morrow. I didn't know her. I didn't know yeah, her yeah. Well. She took Jason as an homage to uh, Jason Robarts. And she, she, oh, I, thought, I thought it was Jason from Friday the 13th. Yeah, Jason, I was going to say Jason Ford. And she, uh, she and her father had a big falling out. She didn't want to be connected. I mean, he was still alive when she, was driving she started helicopter, her career. She? By the way, there was a short-lived L.A. punk band. They were called uh, Vic Morrow's Head. They really were. So, blah, blah, blah. Let's get to the chase. Cops pull over the bus. He gets off the bus. And, and he's holding her hostage. <laughs> no, he's not. No, he's he not. gets off okay. the bus by himself. He tells Jennifer Jason Lee, I didn't do it. Do you believe me? She's like, yeah. Uh, and he's the like, cops, no. he's because like, no, that cafe, yeah. they were just at the owner. There's a shot of him coming out from the back, and you know he's thinking, this kid's crazy. He's probably heard about the murders at this point. He's like, this is probably that kid. So he's phoned the cops. So the cops pull the bus over and they demand see Thomas Al get off. And he tells Jennifer Jason Lee he's just going to turn himself in. Right. When he gets off the bus, the cops try to set him up. One of the cops says, like, you spit on my sleeve, oh, wipe right, it right. off. So he'll re- look so, like it's so, reaching for his weapon right. and he can shoot him. And which is an awesome comment because we all know about how cops, especially in the states, are so trigger happy shooting suspects. Mostly, without, like, usually minorities, mostly, mostly but black, mostly yeah. minorities. But in real life, but in this film, it's just yet again where a cop has a hot head and ju- an agenda and just wants to take out someone, wants to be judge, jury, and executioner. Whenever Jason Lee fires off. The other gun that he's now loaded, right? The gun that he's now loaded because Ryder gave him the rocks, and tells she knows the cops and she dresses them by names and she's like, "How dare you? He didn't do it." And they're like, "You've thrown your life away and all this shit, you know? He killed my partner. He killed my friends." And she gets she and see uh, Thomas L get away from the cops by hopping in. She makes them throw their weapons. Right, they right. hop into the police car and right. drive away. Yeah. And yeah. then there's like the, the best, the, 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 the ridiculous which chase. Is, it's, no, I think it's one of the best oh, car it's chases. It's amazing I've ever chase. Seen. Well, amazing. Yeah, the, the, but the way it ends is, is kind no, of dumb. No, the helicopter? No, no, I've never well, seen. I, I like the helicopter bit. But when the, the two cars flip all both at the same time for some reason, no, it's awesome. What I love yeah. is, that, is no, I liked it. But it, it, it's, it's like awesome. what I love is they're in a stolen cop car and they're driving, and uh, she's like, "Get on the radio and tell them that we're trying to surrender." It's like, well, you don't look like you're trying to surrender when you're in a fucking cop car. Yeah, you're you know? stolen. It's like, oh, we're trying to yeah, surrender. Yeah, we're desperate. Yeah, whatever, right? So that. Uh, yeah, it's fine. It's just I thought it was really funny. It's like, well, you could like pull over and put your hands up as a pretty good sign of I surrender. Um, and she doesn't want to shoot the cop car, the cop's tires, because that might result in some sort of, like... It, well, she's, she's scared. Yeah. She doesn't want to And then out of the blue, the, here comes the hitcher again. He, he, he's off. He's driving in the desert beside the highway. Yeah. With and a machine, then, with then, an AK-47. Well, no, well no, not, not that, yet. No, that, but that's not what happens yet. That's yeah, not what happens yet. No. Oh. She tries to fire back at them, and she drops the gun and loses oh, it. Oh, exactly. Then... <laughs> They, he says, girl. Get, uh, no, not at all. They say, just like Willie they, say, Doom. they say, get the shotgun, which you can't unlock because you need a, it's locked to the dashboard. As it should be. But what happens is, is the two cop, cop cars are on either side of Jennifer Jason Lee and C. Thomas Howell's car. One of them tries to That's fire. Right. And he, he, sla- he, he, he says, put on, on your seatbelt. He slams on the brakes, and one cop... The cop shoots the other cop. And this is when they do tire, the, and then they, they do both, the flip. They do the flip. Why did the first car do the flip? 
Doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. They <laughs> still they keep driving. They're all dead. They keep driving. Yeah, it so kills. Now, they are all dead. The more cars dead cops. Because the, the cops aren't wearing their seatbelts. They're leaning out the windows with shotguns. So they die. They keep <laughs> driving in the beat up car, and which then is the great. And then the helicopter up. appears, totally terrifying. And then, shot. And, and then they're going Red, over Red, the Red hill. And then Rocker Hour appears, and he sh- and with shoots. a, a handgun. Yeah. Shoots a helicopter out of the sky. Well, I think he has a shotgun, doesn't no, he? No, no, it's a handgun. Hand hand yeah. yeah. Which can be so, done because can be uh, done. because Robert De Niro did it in Midnight Run. So, no, I'll, so I'll allow it. You know, you know that's not a documentary. I love the way it crashed because it just sort of just fell out of the sky. You never see him just, just pull just, down like that. the rotor blade. The rotor blade just stops. It just fell. It's like, honestly. I'm not sure why it exploded, but it just fell. That's full of. Airplane or something falls out of the sky, it's going to explode. It yeah, cool. well, the, also the airplane's coming for 30,000 feet. This thing is like maybe 40 feet in the air. Yeah. Why is it going to explode? Because it's full of gas. Darren, come on. Well, the gas is the, the, it needs something to ignite it. Sparks from the metal rubbing. Exactly. The Anyways. It, I can't it, believe you're even arguing this. I don't know why I'm arguing Helicopters this. explode, dude. That's why I never fly in them. <laughs> yeah. I learned they're my co- lesson. They're constantly exploding. This is when my notes are getting messy. <sighs> well, it's just because yeah. this is where the movie is starting to feel yeah. long. Yeah. Um, oh, it never feels long. Uh, that's what she said. So, uh, help me stay away. so they away. wind up at the truck stop and um, the truck thing with Jennifer Jason. They go to the motel. Yeah. Right. And yeah, they arrive at a motel. He takes what must be the world's longest shower because while he's taking the shower, John Ryder appears in the room. It, gets in bed with Jennifer Jason right, Leigh, right. yeah. then takes her away for and the horrifying like, climax. Like which, is, which is the best scene in the whole movie. It is, but for the horrifying climax, because he comes into the room, he abducts her, he takes her away, ties and, her up. But with, with really complex knots. Hold on, hold on. So he comes out of the shower and he realizes something's wrong, and then he goes looking for her. So that could have no. taken any amount of time. It could have, but actually, there's no. you got to forget the point, too, is that he gets out of the shower... He's getting changed and stuff. He, he thinks he hears the shower start again. He goes back in and Kevin Spacey's there. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> Kevin, seriously, what I love is he I grabs... Went, I he, went two months without hearing Kevin Spacey's he gra- he thank, grabs, uh, Alex, I, I thank you for that. He grabs, he grabs, he grabs the towel rack as a weapon, which is great. I know. Just, well, I but know, the TV, because... But when he goes into the shower, he gets... Freaked out by the TV being turned on. But here's where it kind of throws off the logic, too, is because... But I'm not dumping on the movie. I love it. He comes out of the shower because when he's going into the bathroom to take the shower, he accidentally turns on the TV. Uh-huh. And it's, oh, and it scares him. As one does. The TV... You accidentally turn the TV The on. TV, yeah. <laughs> but the TV accidentally... I'll it's it's one of those motels where one of the light switches activates the TV. At this point, when he's finishing the shower, what triggers that something's wrong, he's getting dressed, the TV flicks back on. I, I, Implying I, I, that Ryder I, did that, yeah. So he would have really had he would have had to tie them all up, put the truck in park, and then run back and flick but, it. Well, right? Unless the remote works from the, the where he's tying up the truck, but, you never know. But wouldn't, wouldn't, that just, wouldn't it turn all the TVs on or whatever? Well, I don't know, but whatever, it doesn't matter. Right, it's so, still so, scary. So, so yeah, so uh, so C. Thomas Howell, Jumanji. It, 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 Jumanji is running around trying to figure out what the hell's going on and the then cops. and the cops get him and instead of going there under arrest it's like we need we we need you to, we need your help yeah which is i guess a good sign sorry yeah. even scary well, yeah, i remember when i first saw this movie and they and they grabbed him i was like oh fuck and then because like, I, 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 I just expected I, I, something simple like 
He was going to run outside. And the She's co- the dead. Cops, like, the, the, Jennifer Jason Lee's there with her throat cut or something. And then the cops, cops are like, there, you're under and, arrest. And again, he's under arrest. But when they say to him, we need your help, it scared the shit out of me, me as a too. kid. Me too. I thought, I thought it was a bro- a brilliant really, really, yeah. really and sad. This, and this gets to the best and the worst scene. So yeah. Jennifer Jason Lee is tied up uh, to be drawn and quartered between two... Uh, just, I think just drawn. Well, or it halved. And she, so, hands, she, she's hands, in a precarious hands, position. Hands and feet. She's in a pickle. I, I'm just, I'm just thinking, like, the amount of time and effort to do that, with like, like, especially with someone that's struggling, like, it's, it's, it's out of the realm of possibility, really. Yeah. Well, still, I mean, the film. But, it, but it, is, it is the best scene in the movie. But John Reiser, it's, it's the one that stuck with me forever. Oh, and I have of so many, I have so many questions about that scene, but we'll get into that in a second. But John Ryder is in, is in the cab of the truck. And he's got his foot on the on, on the, the clutch on the clutch. Yeah. So if the cops shoot him, he's gonna the, his foot's gonna yeah. come off, and the truck's gonna take off. And so yeah, so so then C. Thomas Howell has to get into the cab. So the thing is, he, he's basically caught at this point. There's no out for Rucker Howard's character. There's he, no out, yeah. out for the for the hitcher at this point. He's he's either gonna not kill her and get caught, or kill her and get caught. Yeah, there are only and, two options. And, and he chooses the latter. Yes. Uh, C. Thomas Howell can't shoot him. Whatever. I He's kept begging I, him. I, I just yeah, kept, thinking, I, I just kept thinking of like, well, what's to stop you from like sneaking in, sneakily sneaking in with some like little wooden stoppers? Oh, well, we we all have ideas of what you could do to save her in this situation. Yeah. And I, I've, I've this is the one of the, this is one the one of the scenes in movies that has stuck with me. Forever, yeah. Because, I, like, it, because it's such a horrible thing. Because you, you love her character, yeah. Nash, and, 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 and she, she yeah. didn't deserve any of this. No. And now she's she's she. There, there's no way out for her. Yeah, and she. Uh, yeah, she's tied up, and he gets into the cab. See Thomas Howell tries to negotiate or whatever with the hitcher, and then the hitcher's begging him to shoot him. Most like I, I remember too. Like I was about fifteen or sixteen when I saw this movie the first time, and at this point, literally, like I wanted to vomit, and, and that's a compliment to the film. It was just so horrifying. Vomit like one of Darren's cats, no or, way. or one of his cats, one of my cats, yeah, that projectile. Oh yes, yeah, like, or just any cat, really. Any cat. <laughs> when the film ended, I started inexplicably going, "Ow!" I don't know, but anyway. <laughs> and then he started licking his balls and yeah, vomiting. Yeah, right. But anyway, I'm sitting there, and, and <laughs> he's. <laughs> Yeah, basically, <laughs> should we spoil it for the book? Yeah, in that, in that order. The negotiations fail. Rugger takes because he calls him like a waste product or whatever because he can't even shoot him. <laughs> a waste takes product. his foot off the. I can't remember what he calls him. He calls him like he uses the adjective waste or <laughs> either remember. as a noun or an adjective. <laughs> waste is used, and he drives away. And it's again masterpiece of restraint. You don't see her you know, being torn you know, asunder. You know, one of the things with that scene. Is like how like what what happened when she died? Were her hands pulled off? Her legs pulled off? Body we'll torn never off? Know. Arms came off? Yeah, I was like, yeah she I, probably didn't die instantly. She was probably like yeah, because you, if you, if your hands get pulled off, you're not gonna die instantly. You're gonna die after. I the think I, I think the skin yeah. was honestly what probably happened. <laughs> like, like, like if you, if they did this on MythBusters, uh, <laughs> what would happen would be the skin would be ripped off of her hands and then and her arms would be all dislocated. And, yeah, because and, because because, because the, the the rope would just like slough, slough off her. her yeah, skin she, she'd and, and actually probably survive, but but just live a horrible like, like fucking non, like non-skin hand life. Yeah, I mean how how tight are these knots? 
And I'm glad they didn't show it because, like, if this were obviously like well, Jason doing it in Friday Thirteenth, there'd be. I mean, I, and those movies have are fun to watch, and which stuff. I love. I and love of the course, I love you know the effects in those movies and stuff. But Stomp's so much better leaving it to the imagination. Yeah. He drives away, and then yeah. And, and you know what? He was true to his name because he did hitch her. Uh. The next day, <laughs> but the thing is, how does he get away? Because like all the cars, he didn't get away. He got no, away. no, he takes the, the. No, the, there's another scene. No, where no, no, not yet. The next scene is he's under arrest. The hitcher is totally under arrest, mm. and C. Thomas Howell is being examined by like a doctor, right? And, and who's and, apologizing? And, 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 I boy, and, 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 I'm so there, sorry. There's a close up of uh, the chains or whatever is holding uh, the hitcher. Like, Not yet. He's confining. still being interrogated. There's a great scene where he's being interrogated in a room, and and C. Thomas Howell and the other guy are watching through a two way or the one way mirror. Two way mirror. Two-way yeah, mirror yeah, we, we, where you can't we, see we, him. No, but we'd be terrible. <laughs> and, you can see, oh, yeah, sure. Yeah. But I can, I can or whatever. See C. Thomas Howell. Fair enough. But he, they're looking through the 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 the, the, the yeah. divider glass. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he, they're C. Thomas Howell and. Captain Enstridge, like the head cop, are watching. I, I own this he's, movie. For he's Christ from Shawshank Redemption. They're watching the the actor. I mean, Alex's. They're watching the interrogation of Rucker Howard. Rucker Howard won't say what his name is, and that's when C. Thomas Ellis says his name's John Ryder, and and at that point he looks like Rucker Howard looks. Like, because, the glass, because, like he's because he can hear him? somehow. Yeah, well, yeah. you never know because, they, he, again, because he's a, like he's like a like a supernatural entity that can it, see through. It's, it's only it's only, it's only one way know. hearing glass. Yeah, like, they installed yeah. the glass wrong. Can, yeah. yeah, yeah. There's a little. Or it's just coincidence. So St. Thomas Howell goes nah, in. That, all those kind of things. So St. Thomas Howell goes in, spits in his face. Yeah, he says, "I want to talk to him," and they take him in, and then he spits in his face and. And, and, uh, and let's get to the conclusion. Is, is that the best thing you can do? Just spit on us? We are at two hours. Well, the, <laughs> we are actually at this two point. Hours. So yes, they take away the hitcher, and uh, then and so they're taking the they're, they're, dri- they're driving him in, in, like, way, in, in like one in of those those buses buses and yeah. then oh, right. in a bus and then C. Thomas L. gets a ride from the captain played the by office. the guy from who was the lawyer in Shawshank Redemption. Uh, I don't remember. And was uh, if you ever watched Walking Dead, he's in like yep. the first two seasons. Yeah, so they uh, they're <laughs> driving yeah, yeah, on the, the, the guy with the RV in, in, uh, in Walking Dead. I know the guy you're talking about, but I don't remember who it is. And again, also there's a, a little bit of that theory of Jay Scott's comes up because the cop at this point is like, I don't know what's going on between you guys. I don't know. Wh- I don't want to know. What's going on? But he's in our hands don't now. Ask, it's don't not your tell. issue. Yeah. yeah, and your issue. But eventually, see Thomas Howell. Says he wants a cigarette from the cop. Instead, grabs the cop's piece, makes him pull over. It's really easy to just grab cops because he's like, "You'll never hold them." Especially, especially Texas cops. Yeah, because they're they're such fucking. Well, they have guns all over them, like 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 six guns, and just like you grab. But he's like, "You'll never hold them and stuff." And then basically, like, it's up to him to stop them. So yeah, so he he kicks the 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 Texas cop out out of the car, leads him on the side of the highway, and then inexplicably. But it's, again, not a put down to the movie. I don't give How a shit. How many times does the word inexplicably come up? In so then, Howard, here's what I want to know. Even though, how many times the word inexplicably? How many times does the word explicably get used? The positive and form. What does it even no mean? No one does. Yeah. What does it even mean? But anyway, well, I guess I can, it's because it's I can logical. Explain that explicably. Please. But anyway, <laughs> this isn't a <laughs> put down to the movie. I love I this will movie. Not let you I, guess, he, I remain he, inexplicable. He, 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 he leaves the car at the side of the highway, and then within. 
whatever the short time, and they just jump ahead. He's right behind the bus. He's no, he knows what direction the bus of is. Course, it's it's of one. There's, apparently, there's only one road and, in Texas. And the and the hitcher it, at this, this point. The thing is, this is not in Texas. This the is hitcher. Like, this is Nevada, it's, California. It's not really stated where it's in. He, it, no, the hitcher, is, if he's driving from Chicago. To uh, Los Angeles, he doesn't even go through Texas. Yeah, I thought, no, this, I thought this, this is, is Texas. This is redneck New Mexico, Utah, uh, Nevada, wherever. But, but it's not in Texas. But he's, he's, hey, Mr. But he's driving by. And I, also, I did a road trip through there. But Rucker Hauer, Rucker Hauer is in, actually. Rucker Hauer is in the back of the van. He's he's he. You never really see the cops that are holding, but you see their weapons. He sizes up the situation. They start to slack off and play cards, and that's when he takes them out. You know what? Because apparently they didn't start putting uh, suspects in handcuffs um, until after this movie was made. (laughs) I just stick them in the back of the fucking truck. Yeah, and and, and let's play cards because we have these killers and life's so boring. It's like a 20-minute drive. And how do you play cards in the fucking... Anyways, yeah. It's it's a 20-minute car ride. I'm so bored. He blows him away, and he's right behind the van. Just kill me. And... And again, it's it's this it's this restraint where you don't actually really see what goes down. Well, because no, no, C. No, Thomas no, no, Howell's no, the whole movie is you don't see what goes down. The whole movie is built upon all the stuff that happens off screen. So is is so, but okay. It's in, in in some cases that's a cop out. In other cases, it it it, add, it adds an element of uh, mystery. Hmm. In this case, it's pretty rewarding because you don't actually. I think you maybe you see him start to kill. A, a little bit. Yeah, actually, actually but, but but there's an amazing shot when C. Thomas Howell is like driving behind him and, and he's speeding up, and you think he's gonna ram the bus, but instead the door bursts open and the hitcher is just standing there with a, like a, an assault fucking rifle, and he just starts unloading on. Well, C. he Thomas dives Howell. through the and, windshield. And, and the oh and yeah, 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 yeah. Actually, actually says, before hey, he does that, he shoots all the non-essential parts of the car. Run the fucker over. He does though. Yeah. So he hits him. Finally, back over him too. No, he sense. hits him. He thinks he's dead. They drive out into the sand, though, right? Like because it, no, it's on, it's on the road, isn't it? I th- I thought they drove off the road for for the the Dude's they may be at this point for the for the explicable conclusion. Whatever the case, I think they're off the road at this point. But uh, and uh, so he he hits Rucker Howard. He goes flying, and then he does that. Thing I, I used to see in movies all the time that I haven't seen in forever, where he's like, "Are you dead?" No. I, I poke you with my gun and, my and kick God. you a bit. Just shoot him first. And just then like, how about dead. this? How about this? Blows brains out. Yeah. Just blows brains out and then shoot kick him. Shoot him and then yeah, and then see if he's dead. So then, uh, so then, see Thomas Howell is, is walking away, and uh, lo and behold, uh, the hitcher is back on his feet. Yeah. And he's a look a little worse for wear. I don't remember exactly how C. Thomas Howell kills him. Uh, he turns around and shoots him. Yeah, is that it? Yeah, that's so disappointing. Let's wrap it up. So, okay. um, uh, Dylan, it more than holds up. It's better than I remember. Um, because I just remember it being like a, a freaky thriller horror, very intelligent. I, there are pacing issues, but I would absolutely recommend it. I was pumped to do this movie when Darren Slack. I, I love this uh, movie. I've owned the DVD for a couple of years now. I bought like a DVD a couple of years back. And uh, I love this movie. And uh, yeah, I think it totally holds up. And, Darren. Uh, yeah. Well, you know, I'm going to say like, I, I, I love this movie growing up. It's good. I enjoyed it. Um, but I'd li- I liked it way better back in the day. Because I watched this movie about four years ago. Right. And I remember thinking, oh, this movie actually isn't very good. Yeah. 
Uh, well, the, 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 there so, so, no, no, but but I remember I remember like being terrified by it as a kid. Then about five years ago, going, ah, God, what was I so fucking freaked well, out about? I, 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 but I, this, but then this time, uh-huh. I'm like, oh wow, this is way better than I remember being. Well, so, I, so you had the opposite. I, like I liked a lot of it. I, I still like I still like the movie as a whole. I wanted more Rucker Howard. I wanted more Jennifer Jason Lee. I want a little less C. Thomas Howell. Um, but the Rucker Howard is the best part of the movie it, it, by far. Okay, so it is Monday here at Black Dog Video, which always as Monday. always, I know, it's like Groundhog Day. Mm. So, uh, anyways, uh, it's always two for one here at Black Dog. So, Alex, if somebody were to walk up uh, to the counter with oh. the hitcher and s- on a Monday, well, what would, what would, uh, the pa- I'm getting drunk. My, uh, what, yeah. what pairing would you suggest and keep what, it, keep what, it what really what one film no. would you <laughs> no. suggest no well, if we had it but we don't I would well, recommend no 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 yeah. no, no dude don't recommend this is like the fifth podcast where, where you're like you're like the fucking you're making it way Anderson's. longer by objecting to me oh my okay. God. you're slowing down the pulling of the band-aid you could just let me rip it off that, but no you have to slow it down by objecting first of all the perfect pairing we don't have flesh and Blood, directed by Paul Verhoeven, because it also stars Jennifer Jason Leigh yeah, and Rucker Howard. We do not have we it. We probably have it at Cammy Street. Probably. However, there is a movie they made together, yes, Flesh and Blood. But we don't have Flesh and Blood. Just, we have the Flesh and Blood show, but we don't have Flesh and Blood. No, we, we used to have, it, well, we we used have, to have the Flesh Street. and Blood show. Right, we don't have it. But anyway, we should, uh, yeah, The my pairing would be either, okay, would be any number of road trip films, like Plain Streets of Automobiles, Easy uh, Rider. Yep. Uh, Those are possibilities, but it would come down to either, I'm, I'm going to be serious here, either The Terminator, because it's totally similar he, to The Terminator. He's like The Terminator. He is like The Terminator, or... Well, the tone as well. Or... Terminator's uh, a better movie, I think, but anyways. Or... Um, Terminator 2. No. Let me finish. You're just <laughs> Genesis. You're complaining about me stretching at the podcast, you jokesters here. Yeah, the Terminator. It would either be the, the Terminator or Nighthawks. Nighthawks, because which it has Rugger was Howard. Rugger Howard's American film debut, superb cop film. He's a mad bomber being pursued by a bearded Sylvester Stallone in a dress and uh, Billy D. Williams as his partner. Oh, superb underseen cop movie. So my pairings would be Terminator or uh, cool. Nighthawks. Yeah. Excellent police I, film, and we have it here. Check it out. Superb great. film. Great. Darren. Uh, my pairing, I, I, I thought long and hard about this, and it, it, it's, a, it's another road trip kind of serial killer movie. It's called California. Oh, yeah. that was on my list. That with uh, Brad Pitt, and I believe Juliet Lewis, is she in that? Both. Brad Pitt's best performance is still Floyd and True Romance. Both California and Terminator were on my list. I had yeah. a really long list. Yeah. Uh, yeah, and you're dumping on me for my list. Look at you. Well, you, you, you know why? Because you always pick like six or seven movies to yeah. pair with us. I was, with I, I was thinking Thelma and Louise. I was thinking U-Turn. Yeah, yeah. I was, I was always think, good. All good. I was even think. I was definitely thinking Near Dark. No word of a lie, yeah, though. Pal. No word of a lie. Uh, and this movie came up early in the podcast. My pick <laughs> is actually Cape Fear. Preferably the Robert Which, Robert Mitchum. Right. And, uh, uh, and Gregory Peck one. Yeah. Um, but I I actually really like the remake. Well, it was it was a, uh, I believe it was a Juliet Lewis's first movie. 
and she's fantastic. There's that film. There's that scene when she sucks on Robert De Niro's finger. Yeah. And man, it's so fucking creepy. Because I, I, ultimately, what it came down to is just thematically, it's like a person who is who has some fucking maniac ruin their life. Yeah. Uh, and at the end, it has to, wow. it has to kill so, them. There's so many movies like well, that. Well, yeah. And I was even thinking Westworld at one point. Um, but I think I think the original Cape Fear, and if we don't have it, then go with the we remake. Do. We, we do, do we have do. the original. Well, I, I, no, I mean, if it's like rented. Then, also, also the, the, either, the, either version of Cape Fear would be a great pairing with this movie. Let's wrap this up. But this chicken movie. wings are yeah. calling. Yeah. It's great to be back, boys. Yeah, it's good to have you back, my friend. Thank we're you. all in the same room together. Yeah, man. Uh, it's been a long time, good and I, I've, I've missed this. I love this. I've missed this. I'm happy we're all doing this again. All right. So we are located at 1470 Commercial Drive here. 3451 Campy Street. In Vancouver. Uh, the, web, the website is, well, it, it, that's all on the on the computer thing that you're looking at right now. Um, we don't have a catchphrase, so just good night. Yeah, what, what that noise that Alex just made. That's our catchphrase. Mean, oh, here's our catchphrase. Oh! Oh, <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> yeah. Good night, everybody. Uh, yeah, good night. Yeah. The Black Dog After Dark podcast is recorded at Black Dog Video on Commercial Drive in Vancouver, Canada. It's presented by Alex Chisholm, Darren Gay, and Dylan Reimer. It is produced by Dylan Reimer and Darren Gay. Alex just kind of stands there and drinks beer. The intro and outro music was recorded by Tiger Burning Bright, composed by Jeff, who works at Jefferson's Barbershop, also on Commercial Drive. And he's a damn good hairstylist. Riding along in my automobile my baby beside me at the wheel I stole a kiss at the turn of a mile My curiosity running wild Cruising and playing the radio With no particular place to go Riding along in my automobile